welcome to the Mama Load. I am Kiki, I am a mama of four and I offer you simple shifts in perspective of motherhood. We are not here for the hot mess mum club, we are here to like have all of our dreams come true and motherhood be easy at the same time. Uh, this episode is all about night times and I can remember still so vividly having my first and getting to a point where I got super anxious about night times and it was definitely a work in progress so this is just some things not really even just for someone with small babies for anyone with kids who you know could get sick or any of those things and just to offer some different different ways of looking at things and different ways of knowing that although night times can feel like the longest and loneliest times, there's other thoughts available. So I love you and I hope you enjoy this. And if you do, I would love for you to share it. Thank you. Night times, they can be maybe sometimes a nightmare when you're a mama. And there's times where you feel like you wonder if you're going to see the light again. And I'm just going to remind you that the sun always rises. That was something I've had to chant to myself maybe like one million times. And if you're not in the depths of sleep deprivation and your kids are sleeping beautifully at the moment, then you are blessed for this point in time or if you can even remember these times they can be rough and they can be hard and as a mother I think they can actually be terrifying so I wanted to talk a bit about what I do when nighttime seem impossible or almost unable to be fixed kind of what my views are and like how to find peace in them. Because once I found peace in the nighttime fear, there was nothing left to be afraid of. Okay? And so we, you know, everyone just wants their baby to sleep through the night. And there's different points that everyone comes to. Some people come to it very early. Some people come to it literally years down the line. And everyone comes to it at kind of different points. And that's perfectly okay. There's no wrong and there's no right. Uh, there would have been a time where I believed there was wrong or right, but um, no longer there. Uh, all my kids slept through the night at a very similar point in time. But... I have had long pockets of illness in our family. When you have four kids and two adults, it can take some viruses up to three to four months to get through our entire family. Uh, so, <laughs> fun times. And it can really rock things for like quite a long period of time. I am just finishing up my ebook on sleeping sleeping it's not on sleeping it's on sickness illness those things and I do talk about this stuff a bit in there and it just reminded me to like talk about it today so you know when you're in the depths and you wonder when you're going to ever sleep again you start to look a lot for the external resources and it's like always a lot of like what 
tools do I need? Like, does my kid need new sleeping bags or like a new bed? Or I can't tell you how many people have a bad sleeping toddler and think it's going to be fixed by moving them to a bed. Like, no. (laughs) Changing things doesn't typically work in that way. Like changing the environment, no, not usually, not usually. But I guess the part that I wanted to talk about is the energetics of you and how important the energetics of you are and how basically it's all going to come back to how well are you going to take care of yourself so that you are resourced to be able to manage this. And there's many, many ways we can kind of like look for outsourcing, even putting our kids in daycare more or getting a nanny or things like that. But those things are still not going to actually fix your mindset and the way you see what's going on. And the way you see what's going on can be greatly impacted on the uh, from the like natter of everyone around you. Like what is everyone saying? What is everyone thinking? And what are they telling you you should do? All of that takes away from your internal compass. Even if sleeping is super bad, I sometimes even get the mother to stop letting anyone else get involved. Like I get the mother to, and sometimes for a couple of weeks, like purely focus on between her and the baby and the toddler or whatever, without the support really of her husband or anything, because even that nattering really can mess things up. It take, it sort of like creates this lack of clarity. I'm very grateful that I'm now four kids deep with my husband and he no longer really debates with me or even gives an opinion on what should be done in regards to sleeping and eating and things like that. Sometimes he'll chime in with something and I'll just either tell him to shut up or whatever. But I'm the one who really does has have that, and women, the feminine does have that panoramic view of what's going on. But if she's listening too much to what everyone else is saying, it's very difficult to do. So being able to just observe what's going on and finding a way to get neutral on it. So I've talked about getting neutral before, but it's like this isn't good and this isn't bad. It's just what's happening and that's perfectly okay. So that would be my number one thing is to try and find a way to get neutral on it. If you've got a bout of sickness and it's taking forever to go away, you just want to get neutral on it. You want to be like, okay, I can't think good thoughts and I can't think bad thoughts, but I'm just going to be like, it's all fine. (laughs) The other thing you can do, probably my second step, would be to be able to understand that you're not alone in this experience and that others always go through this as well sometimes it's going to feel frightening based on how you take care of yourself and then other times it's going to feel really easy probably because you're taking better care of yourself okay so understanding that it's really normal and you're not alone so that's something I'll often say to myself at night time often I'll look towards the window And just like remind myself that there are other women standing in bedrooms, standing in their own room or their babies or their toddlers or whatever, doing exactly the same thing right now, exactly the same thing all over the world. And I'm not alone and they are holding me and I am holding them. This is super powerful. 
like when you really like dive into that, you're not like trying to resist this point. You're like, I'm not alone in this. There's a powerful collective. There's a powerful collective that wants me to get more sleep. There's a powerful collective that knows that my baby will get their rest soon and so will I and the world and the universe and everything is just going to support me in that. It's just not right now. So it really is just like working on your mind and not letting it run away because I've given you some little mind tips before on the potty, like don't let it give you the runaround on this. Even if you're having trouble getting one of your older kids to bed, don't let your mind give you the runs and like fuck around with stuff sometimes. Maybe just like rather than resisting so hard and like putting them back to bed over and over again, maybe just like lay in bed and read together. Stop running away from it. The third thing I would say is if you're spending a lot of time awake at night, try not to use your phone unless you're needing it as a torch or like anything like that. But I think what I've noticed, especially when you have a baby that's waking up lots, is that I'll like reach to my phone and kind of numb out on social media and not focus on supporting the baby back into this a good sleep. So I'm kind of distracted and unfocused and just not like giving out a very calm and and soothing vibe. So I often use my torch on my phone, but I don't use my phone. I actually kind of try and doze because I feel like slowing my own heart rate. Even if I'm standing there, like I don't really stand and rock my babies very often, but like if I was, I'm always wanting to do that from a dozing state to like align our heartbeats together and show them that I'm in a restful state and that it's a restful state's time. Like you don't even have to say anything. Have you ever seen someone, have you ever, I've done this, like gotten really pissed off at your toddler, kind of shouted at them, not intentionally, you're just like at the end of your tether, you put them to bed after being kind of mad at them and they wake up so sad, like so sad and they don't usually even sleep well because that energy that you've just like, outputted through your words and your voice has just like gone on to them and it's sticky and <laughs> not very nice so focusing on like your own breathing your own restful state you know can make the biggest of differences and you know I'm gonna like get back to basics bitch here but we all need to go to bed earlier Even me, I think it was last night, I was like, this isn't working. (laughs) I've been working up until really late at the moment. And actually what I'd prefer to do is work early in the morning. That's just a better, it just works better for me. But I can't seem to flip it around. And there's no like absolute problem with this. It just is what it is right now. And it's perfectly fine. I just know I need to shift it. It's not going to be today. But it's going to be in the next few days where I shift it back around because that's what works best for me. And I'm kind of more focused and concentrated um, rather than staying up late. And if anyone wakes up when I stay up late, I'm like very cranky. (laughs) I, I really struggle to get back into my zone. So there's some reflections, some shifts, some changes, some different ideas. And I really do hope that they bring you 
rest and peace because peace being untriggered and un kind of fucked with it's the really good vibe for a mama goodbye thank you for listening my beautiful mamas i have a massive favor to ask you and if you could share this podcast when you listen to it share where you're where you are listening to it like if you're walking if you're doing your laundry if you're in the car just Share it far and wide because I believe every mama deserves to feel good in her parenting journey and in herself. And the more we can share this message, the more we can let other mamas know that the light is there for them. It is available and we can choose better feelings. So I would really love it if you could share for me. Thank you.